Yo, what's good? Welcome back to Health Hacks. This is episode number 105. And today I would like to talk about ways you can speed up your recovery if you're injured. And obviously, I am making this podcast because I am currently injured. If you have not tuned in in the last two episodes, well, now you know. So yeah, I have broken my, not broken, fractured, which is pretty much almost the same thing. Um, My right wrist, to be more specific, my distal radius, which is the arm bones in in your arm, you have two bones. You have the uh, ulna and the radius, and the head of the radius, which is the bone right below your thumb, I fractured the head of that bone. Uh, you have like eight more bones around your wrist, but all of them are fine, but that's the bone I fractured. And obviously, the first thing I asked was, how long am I going to be out for? How long do I have to be with a cast? How long before it heals? And the doctor told me at least six weeks. And I also Googled it, and they say the same thing, at at least six weeks, which is very unfortunate. So I decided, let's look at ways if... Also, the second thing I asked the doctors, is there any ways I can speed up? And they just said, good recovery nutrition, you should be fine. So recovery nutrition. And that was pretty, like sleep and nutrition, that was pretty obvious. But I googled some things, tried to do more research and see if there's many things, if there's some things I did not think of and ways I can speed up my recovery. And actually, it's funny because I didn't think about searching of how I should speed up my recovery and searching of different ways until I decided, hey, I need to make up, I need to make my podcast for the day and I don't know what to talk about. So... The only, maybe not the only reason, maybe eventually I would have anyways, but the main reason why I searched ways to speed up recovery for my wrist is not for my benefit, is just so I can talk and have a topic to talk about in the podcast. But obviously, selfishly, I wanted to know why I can do to speed up my recovery. And unselfishly, or maybe even selfishly, because everything that we do is inherently selfish, right, is to share it with you. So hopefully there are some ideas, some tips that you will enjoy. And maybe, and also hopefully, not all of them are things that you're like, oh, duh, obviously, maybe some things you didn't quite know. So the first one is, I mean, I I literally just Googled a bunch of things and I'm just going with the website that I find is more credible and obviously I agree with. So the first one said, provide the first step is provide the body with adequate energy and calories, which is not that obvious if you think about it, because all you know is you need to have enough vitamins and sleep. But because I'm not exercising right now, it is pretty easy to not eat as much. Maybe for some of you, it's the opposite. It's easier to eat more because you're not distracted by working out. But generally, when you don't work out, you don't consume as many calories. And especially if you don't want to get fat, then you don't want to consume as many calories because you're not burning off as many calories. But it is important to have enough calories in your body. So 
your body can recover and you can recover properly, right? Uh, but the second, and that, okay, so that, that wasn't that surprising, but the thing that was, I guess, slightly more surprising is increase your protein intake. Because you think of protein is extremely important for muscle building, but actually you may not think about it, but in reality, protein is very important for bone recovery because your bones are actually made a pretty significant amount of protein. Everybody thinks calcium when they think of bones, and I'll talk about that a bit later. But yeah, protein is also extremely important. So make sure to take that into account. And as I've said in numerous previous podcasts, but I repeat it because it is extremely Protein is not just meat. It is a variety of things. Protein can be... I'm sorry. Uh, someone texted me. Anyways, um, protein can be lentils. It can be many plant-based foods. It can be... Um, Lentils, nuts, such as almonds, cashews, peanuts, pistachios. It can be beans, kidney beans, black beans. It can be chickpeas. It can be quinoa. It can be like whole, whole grains. Even pasta has protein. Basically, basically everything has protein. Obviously, there's some foods that have a higher content of protein than others. But pretty much every food has protein. But it is important to increase your protein intake if you want to speed up recovery. So don't be afraid to eat protein bars even though you're not working out or have your protein shake even though you're no longer going to the gym. It is still important to get an adequate amount of protein. And again, that might not be common knowledge because usually we think, oh, I'll just get my protein after I work out. And since I'm not working out, then I don't need to consume enough protein. That's actually false. Actually try to consume more protein right now because it will speed up recovery and actually, protein is harder for your body to digest, so it will actually burn more calories as you digest that food. Because it is, because um, when you eat fats or carbs, then your body digests it easier. But because your body has to work more to di- digest protein, then it will burn more calories in the process. Right. Next tip. Increase anti-inflammatory nutrients such as vitamins and quercetin. I'm not saying, I'm not sure if I'm saying the word properly. It's spelled Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. Quercetin. I don't know. Before I stumbled on this website, I didn't know what it was. But I searched it up and it's just a vitamin or, or nutrient, I mean, that is in apple, um, red onions. I forgot what others I know a couple other fruits or vegetables, but I don't eat those, so I can ignore them. But I did buy onions and apples today, so that's very nice. By the way, I also did groceries today, and I didn't really think about what nutrients to consume. I mostly bought what I always buy. The only thing I made a change was I bought spinach, and I usually don't do that, but I still like spinach. But everything else that I bought is something I buy on a weekly basis, is something I would buy anyways. And very fortunately for me, I've been eating healthy for a really long time. So what I eat is naturally positive and naturally in line with what you should eat 
to to increase your recovery because naturally I eat healthy and naturally I exercise often and I'm in good physical shape. So hopefully because those factors are true, because I've prepared myself, because I've put myself in a pretty good position, I will recover faster than the usual person. Again, who knows? Maybe it will take longer. Like things happen, right? And some people's body adapt for different reasons. But I'm still doing the best that I can. And thankfully, because I've been eating healthy for a long period of time, I don't need to drastically change my diet. Getting plenty of healthy, high-quality food is natural for me. It's natural for me because I just do it anyways. I do it every single week. The other health tips or things you can do to increase the recovery on the website, it says to enhance vitamin intake, uh, boost your mineral intake, basically just eat healthy because most vegetables and fruits have all the all the uh, vitamins and, mineral, and minerals that you need. Obviously hydrate enough. And the last thing they said is avoid smoking alcohol. And thankfully, unlike many people I know who are my age, I don't smoke or drink alcohol anyways. So that's not a big deal for me at all. That's not a change for me at all. But I could only imagine if I was addicted to smoking or I was addicted to alcohol, maybe not a full unalcoholic, but I enjoyed drinking alcohol once a week. What if I was that type of person? Suddenly I had to give this up for a month and a half. What kind of internal crisis will I have? I feel like it would be a pretty big deal in that case. But thankfully, I've put myself in a position over the years where that is not the case for me. So I'm very thankful for my past self that present Daniel doesn't have to deal with a bunch of drastic changes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't broken your arm, and I hope you haven't, or you've never been injured, it is always good to put yourself in a position where if something bad does happen, then you already have the good habits going for you. It is the same thing with saving money. It is way easier to survive a crisis if you had planned before and have some savings, if you have some money saved up rather than if you always live paycheck to paycheck and suddenly a crisis happened and now you don't know what to do. That's exactly what happened during the quarantine situation where people suddenly got fired. A bunch of people suddenly got fired, but the people that, and obviously no one could have predicted COVID, nobody could have predicted a full global lockdown and millions and millions of people getting fired. But the people that had some savings were in a better position than the people who didn't have savings. So imagine this time as it being your savings right now. Get in shape now, be healthy now, build those health habits right now because you don't know whenever you're gonna get injured. You don't know when a crisis is gonna happen. You don't know when you need to be in a position where you need to be prepared for it. Oh, um, I said I'm missing this later, but I'll just mention this now. Another thing, you know how I said that most people associate bone with calcium rather than protein. And that is true to a sense, even though protein is extremely important. But regarding calcium, many people think that cow's milk has, oh, basically most milk, regular milk, has the most amount of calcium. 
but actually there are plenty of milks that have more calcium than that. And I always buy oat milk just because I think it is the best tasting and doesn't have any sugar or any of that. And it actually has more calcium than cow's milk. There are also other forms of milk that have even more calcium than oat milk and by far more than cow's milk, include soy milk and hemp milk. But um, I haven't tried hemp milk. I have tried soy milk and I personally don't like the taste. But anyways, try whatever milk you want. Almond milk has a pretty close amount of calcium to cow's milk, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I take oat milk and it has more calcium than... Um, cow's milk and I bought oat milk today just because I always do and after that I, <clears throat> I searched how much calcium each type of milk has and I was surprised to know that cow that oat milk actually has more calcium than cow's milk so there you go being in health habits having healthy diets having healthy a healthy lifestyle healthy food options allows me to be you know healthy on accident because I just bought a milk that has more calcium than the mainstream kind of milk without even knowing. So that was pretty cool to find out. Now, another thing you can do to speed up recovery is to get your blood, get more blood into the hand. So obviously because your wrist is restricted because you have a cast on, you can't do a workout, but you can move your fingers a bit. You can rotate your shoulders you can do like arm circles where you take your um, arm and do a full circle backwards do that like five or ten times then do a full circle forwards backwards and forwards and you can just move your fingers a bit because if you don't you'll notice that your fingers will be stiff and they'll be immobile now what you don't want to do is to put too much tension so don't grab or carry anything with your fractured arm. But you can move your fingers a bit. Again, don't grab anything, but just move them around a bit. You can even use your non-broken hand to move them around just so they become mobile again. Or you can just move them on their own slowly, just so more blood goes to the joints over there. And, okay, so that is all the tips I found the website, or I can think of right now off the top of my head, but I will want to leave the last five minutes to talk about the most important thing is your outlook on this, because here's the reality, and this is what I'm saying to myself, and this is what I'm saying to you, if you're in the exact same position I'm right now, and that is, the reality is, whether you do all of the right things or not, you will only probably recover in six weeks, maybe longer, maybe slightly shorter, but the average is going to be six weeks. And that time is going to pass. What are you going to do in that time? Because if your goal is to just merely survive those six weeks, then guess what? 99.99999% of you will succeed and get that goal and that is all you'll ever get. You will survive, you will manage to find a way, and you will have a good recovery, but you've not accomplished much. So 
And I'm just saying this because I went in the mindset of, okay, right now I just want to recover, I just want to rest. It doesn't really matter how productive I am. It doesn't really matter what I accomplish. And I had to really stop myself and think, hey, Daniel, a week ago, you were busting your ass every single day for months and months. And now, I mean, not a week ago, even a few days ago, up to a few days ago, I've been busting my ass every single day, hours and hours, so I can accomplish, so I can be productive, so I can reach my goals and get where I want to be. But now, yes, I have a very legitimate excuse, but at the end of the day, it's still an excuse. There's no reason to not achieve the goal I want to achieve. Like, a metaphor you can think about this is, I can't just go to a Lamborghini dealership and say, hey, I know I don't have the money, I know I can't afford this, but you have to understand I got injured and many things happened in my life, so that's why I can't afford it. But if that didn't happen, then I wouldn't be able to afford it. So can you please give me that Lamborghini even though I can't afford it? Like, you can't do that. You still have to reach your goals. It doesn't matter what happened to you. You have to find a way to make it happen. And even though this really is a legitimate excuse, I'm not going to stop me. I'm still going to be productive. I'll still find a way to make it happen. I'll still find a way to do everything I need to do. And even though it is more challenging, just living daily tasks, just basic things are way more difficult than they used to be. I'm still going to find a way to put in as much work as I need to. Maybe I can't do as much work physically, but there is absolutely no reason why I can't do as much, if not more work in my school, in my work, in my online business that I'm trying to build, in my relationships, like, because I'm not working out six days a week for three to four hours a day, that's what, like 24, 20, that's over 20 hours or maybe 18. Anyways, whatever. That's about 20 hours a week that I just have extra, just out of the blue. I have it right now. So with those 20 hours, what am I going to do? Well, I'll be damned if I just look back over the six weeks and realize that I just watched more YouTube, more TV, and slept. Like, if that's all I did, I'd be extremely disappointed myself. Hopefully, I take advantage of these six weeks where I have more time, and I call my family more, I call the people that I love, my friends, the people I have not been in touch with as much as I should have. I put more time in my business, put more time to studying and figuring out how I can reach my goals, putting more time into things that I always say, I don't have time for this. I wish I had more time. Well, guess what, Daniel? Now you have more time. Guess what? You, the person who's listening, you right now, you have more time than you think if you make it happen. If you make it, if you somehow find a way to make it a thing. Honestly, if you don't implement any of the nutrition tips, any of the health hacks, any of the methods to speed up your recovery, that's cool. Like, it might influence how fast you recover, it might not, but it will only help you a little bit. But the most important thing is your mindset. What are you going to do in those six weeks, in those couple months or weeks that you're going to recover? How are you going to spend the time? What are you going to do? That is the most important thing. Because even if you have a fast recovery, if you 
okay, like even even if you do all those things would speed up your recovery and somehow instead of six weeks you recover in four weeks. If those if in those four weeks you didn't do anything productive, you didn't get closer with your family and friends, you didn't study, didn't work on your business, then that would be less efficient than if you were to recover in double the time in eight weeks, in two months rather than four weeks. But during those eight weeks, you were extremely productive. You did even more than you did before, and you really took advantage of the time that you had, the extra time that you suddenly had. So, yes, implementing the tips I gave you to speed up your recovery is important, but what's more important is to use your time productively and to find a way to make this a blessing in disguise, to find a way to make this uncomfortable and inconvenient situation better for your life and put yourself in a position that you want otherwise. I hope that made sense. I hope that was helpful. And I hope that if you don't implement any of the speeding recovery tips, you do implement a mindset that will get you further in life. Okay, that's all. Thanks for listening. Peace.